Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We've got some breaking news. Dory has her weeks wrong. Great British Bake Off. Not back till the 29th of September. I thought it was back yesterday. She even got me to turn it on yesterday, last night, like we're going to watch it. And then Netflix was like, Great British Bake Off back, or Great British Baking Show back September 29th. And I was like, wait, what? Yep. And I was like, this is pointless. I'm out of here. So I'm sorry that I misled everyone. We, but it will be back here. this month, so you know we'll get it out before the end of September. So if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure, get on the bake off train, let us know. I don't, I don't know what our Hell's Kitchen interest is. I There's, mean, <laughs> I feel like that's a lot for us to be recapping, but I don't I know. Mean, look, it is maybe what it's it not. Is. I don't know. I'm just here to like drum up some some audience, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Bang bang oh, bang. Oh, you chatted me. I don't hear you. Your microphone has no lights on. Yeah. Yes, I see that now. Why would you let everyone now know the behind the scenes secrets? Because that's what they're here for, the behind the scenes secrets. This is not a Patreon episode. This is no behind the scenes secrets. No. Oops. Regular episode. Regular episode. Okay, so here's the deal with the recaps. We're definitely going to recap Great British Bake Off at the $10 level. I think we'll probably release the first one for everyone so you can like hear what it's all about. And, you know, maybe you're, you'll be like, oh, God, absolutely not. Or maybe you'll be like, yes, sign me up for the next three months. Um, and then I guess we'll think about whether we Is it 12 episodes? Kitchen. It's, yeah, something like that, isn't it? Isn't it usually about 12 weeks? I don't know. I've I mean, only seen every be, season of it. And I, I could just be making things up again. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um. Anyway, so now that that's out of the way. Yes. What else is Regularly happening? scheduled business now. Regularly scheduled business. Um, what else is happening? Uh, Tova, everybody who oh, might be celebrating you. the Jewish New Year. Thank you so much. Um, it wasn't that wasn't directed at you. Oh, but you know I what? It was absorb it and enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Celebrating the rush, you know, we had a good time over here. Mm-hmm. Apples and honey. Everywhere you look, apples and honey. Yeah, we uh, we did we did apples and honey Friday night. Then we met up with one of Henry's friends in the park yesterday. We did some more apples and honey. And uh, yeah, Henry loves apples and honey. Um, yeah, the park yesterday was we went to we went to the big to the big Griffith Park. You know, everyone the, that's the Central Park of Los Angeles. Griffith Park, and there've always been. There's always these vendors out there selling whatever. I don't know if they have permits, like in New York, mm. where like you have to have a permit or a license or whatever, and the license mm-hmm. fees are like two hundred thousand dollars a year, or some stupid <laughs> amount of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, oh, they're always there. You know, they're at every set, like in Balboa. I see them. You know, yes, uh, every like large park. In yes. Los Angeles, they're at. Yes. They're usually uh, Latino descent, mm-hmm. uh, and they always have like just the worst toys you've ever seen, and like they always say like tamales, and I'm always like, I love tamales. I never mm-hmm. bothered to get one until yesterday. Yep. I got a chicken and a cheese, and then I was like, these are delicious. And then I bought three more to take yep. home. He did do that. And, and it was. And, and of note, he was the only one to eat the tamales. Yes. Well, it's because I had them for breakfast this morning. <laughs> no, and I'm just saying, like, no one else in our house ate the tamales. So I, I assume you're going to talk about what happened next. No. 
Oh, you're not. Oh, no. But okay. you know, I don't know how of note it is. But I just wanted to say that, like, I've never bothered with those 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 vendor types things of food, and I it was good. I recommend it. Is all I'm saying. I thought you got sick. <laughs> I didn't. I just had to poop a lot. Oh, okay. So you don't you don't think it was the tamales? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Because earlier you said it was. Yeah, but I was kidding. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. He's Look, rolling his eyes at me. I'm rolling my eyes because my wife still doesn't get me after all these years. Yep. She doesn't understand when my poops are real and a problem. (laughs) Or when they're just, you know, a lot. Yeah, Matt is really... It wasn't like I'm I'm not like dehydrated. There was no no diarrhea or anything like that. Mm, Okay, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. I mean, you brought us here. I did. I I'm, did. I'm just. I'm just in your cul-de-sac now. I so. did bring us here. Or if you want to point me out, just just show me where to go. I did bring us here. Hello. Hi. You froze for a second. No, I just wasn't moving. Because waiting oh. for you to say something. Oh, I thought you were frozen. No. Mm. Okay. You have nothing to add. Nothing. Do you have any? You know, thoughts on tamales. On 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 park vendors. On park vendors, I think it's interesting that they often all have the same stuff. Yes, you go to every and you kind park. of wonder where it's all coming from. Right. Like if there's like a warehouse that is particularly, this is the warehouse where we sell all of these toys, all of these ice creams, all of these. I think there is. I got a pickle, a tapatio flavored pickle. Did you eat it yet? No. I mean, I was more than just fascinated that it existed. Right. I mean, I also feel like it, there's there's maybe like an unspoken. It's like carnival stuff. It's all stuff you'd win at a carnival. Yes. Yes. I have like bought a basketball from them. Yeah. Because Henry <laughs> would want to buy that is something you could you could win at a carnival. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like curious. I I want to do like an investigative, not even, I don't want to investigate. I don't think anything, I don't think anything illegal is happening. I just want to know more of the logistics. Right. You want to know, is there a central clearinghouse for all of this stuff? Yes. And who is the main, is it like a pyramid scheme? Is there, or even like, is there one person at the top just controlling everything? Like not yes. necessarily even a pyramid scheme, but just like, is there a grand boss? Of is there all like of these a people? guy who's out there going like, like who's the buyer for them? Yes. Who's the one going like, Hey, you know, what's really popular right now. These bouncy balls that light up. Right, exactly. We're gonna need we're gonna need a seventeen grosses of yes. These. Here's what's in. <laughs> yeah, and I got yeah, get them all distributed to the San Fernando Valley parks. That's exactly. where they're gonna be popping. Exactly, exactly. And like, do you send different stuff out to different parks? Like, do you is the Griffith Park crew, you know, buying some different stuff? This I'm is curious. a good question. I mean, I feel like this is something that like. Like LAist has looked into at some point. Well, if you happen to know the answer, please write in and let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Dorianman at gmail.com and Dory at gmail.com. Um, yeah. But like, she was like, oh, we're here every weekend. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because now I'm like, maybe I'll take Henry to the park just so I can get tamales. Oh, Okay. Because weirdly, like, tamales were like, you can't, you know, the restaurants out here don't help. It's, it's weird to me. Like, yeah, every like Mexican restaurant, I, 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 they don't have tamales on the menu, which I is so weird. Like you are always searching for a good tamale. I am. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a food that I've had, you know, since I was, like, a tiny child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
you know, after my grandmother died, didn't really have them for a while. Then came out here. Mm-hmm. And then I, 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 I don't know where I re, was reintroduced to them, but I was like, oh, these are good. I mean, tamales are delicious. They are. But like, there's like levels of delicious of tamale. Cause so, I've had bad tamales. We all have, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sometimes they're too mealy, you know? Yeah. Sometimes the chicken's dry. Yeah. Sometimes the whole thing's dry. Yep. 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 This vendor at this, at the, at Griffith Park, this, this, uh, here's a question. Here's a question. Do you think that the person selling the tamales was the person who made the tamales? Um, I think I saw her mother there, and her mother seemed to... Uh, to me, it felt like the, her mom made the tamales. Okay. I was like, I was going to buy them out. Wow. I did. I bought, I, bought it, I bought the last whatever they had left. I did. They only happened to have three left. Wow. And we weren't there like that late. We were there. We were there like lunchtime. Yeah. Like they must, they must, they must be very popular. Or they don't bring enough. I don't or know. They don't bring enough. Maybe, maybe she doesn't have time to make more. Choco Bananos. That was the, play, the name of the, like, that's what, that was the. Well, I feel like sign. you went, I feel like you went over there to, to get a chocolate covered banana and then. No, I wanted food, had... food. I wanted real food. Oh, I wanted you, lunch. I see. I see. I see. And like on the left side, there was like some people that were making some street tacos, but like they didn't mm-hmm. seem to be in the midst of prep. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I saw a sign that said tamales. I was like, hey, what do we get mm-hmm. for tamales? Yep. And then yeah, Henry and yeah. his friend tried to get Fun Dip and uh, some other weird sugary atomic warhead thing. And I was like, no. Yeah, they kept asking for And his candy. friend was like, I was like, uh, no, only if your mother said it's okay. And he goes, she did. I'm like, Which mm, she like 100% No, no, yeah. And not. I was like, I don't buy it. <laughs> I saw the lunch that was packed for you. <laughs> no way. Matt was really on like fun dad duty at the park. Like I was sitting and talking to my friend who's our um, Henry's friend's mom. And I had thought that her husband was coming, but like at the last minute it turned out he wasn't coming, but I didn't know that. Um, Not that Matt can't come if there's no other husband, but um, I feel like it was, it was pitched as a, you know, Oh, I was like, I was like, Oh, he's going therefore i'm forced to go it was that kind of a thing yeah but it turned out he wasn't anyway so matt so. ended up playing with um henry and his friend and i would say they had a great time the kids did i don't know if if matt did but the kids had a great time matt was really matt really came I through a, i had a fine time i was like i was very early in the in the day where i was like oh this is now what am i this is my job right now mm Mostly, mostly when Henry and I were like sitting and waiting for twenty minutes for everybody to get there. I was right. Like, this is this yes. is gonna be quite a day. Mm-hmm. And it sort of was slash wasn't. Good times were had by all. Good times were had. I mean, mostly my good times were had because of the tamales. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm glad that you found some good tamales. Well, I always see them like, you know, I, there's a couple gas stations that on the, when I drive to the golf course, there's a couple gas stations. One of them is like one of them is like right before I get on the 101 and another one is like at Alvarado and Sunset. Mhm. And they there's I, when I'm driving to golf, it's like five something in the morning and they're just setting up their little stand. Right. And they're selling the advertised tamales. And I'm always like, oh, I want to stop there and get some. And then I'm, mm-hmm. then I realize that I don't have the time or really want to do that. Right. I say I don't have the time. I have time to do everything. I pretty much only have time right now. That's all you got. Thanks, strikes. 
<sighs> well, Matt, we should take a break. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I have time to continue talking. I know you do. But we should take yeah. a break. All right, so let's well, do that. Let me know. Where's the break? Right now? Yep. Break time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, everybody, we're back. Hello. Hope you're all well. The great uh, putter, just... the great putter sell off of last week was a success. Nicely done. Uh, I'm waiting for feedback. Like, I mean, what, what the heck? Come on, guys. No one's left you feedback? No. Have you left them feedback? No. I, Who pulls I, the trigger first? I. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I feel like I it mean, should be the buyer, but, but I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, are you going to sell more stuff? Yeah. Cool. It's what we do now. It is what we do now. <laughs> it's what we do now. <sighs> um, all right. Reminder that you can email us at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail and call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Our Patreon is at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. We do two bonus episodes a month that are listener questions and you can really ask us anything. We really get into it. Behind the scenes, it's there. How the sausage gets made, it's there. 
what we think of xyz dory's all there dory's weird attempts at making sausage for dinner when it's like why why is this super sweet sausage inside this pasta this is very strange uh i didn't see you making dinner you because you told me you're like i'll whip something up and i did yeah but i should have been prepared that the sausage was like chicken apple or something it was. It was chicken yeah. apple. Yeah, I don't expect a chicken apple in a pasta dish. Okay, well, you know what? I thought you it was delicious. You know what? It needs an acidic lift. Thank you. You know what? I think you should be in charge of dinner from now on. Because all you do I is criticize. I am in charge of dinner. Henry wants tacos tomorrow night. <laughs> That's not actually true. What do you mean? He doesn't want tacos. He wants sour cream and cheese. Mm, yes, that's true. Then he may or may not eat the tortilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so weird. I mean, he's not weird. He's four. That's what four-year-olds eat. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anything else you'd like to criticize? What am I criticizing? Your choice of sweet sausage? Yes. I just didn't anticipate it. I wasn't prepared. I was like... I was expecting some sort of like uh, like Italian seasoning in there, and then I was like, "Oh, well, that's, that's sweet." And then I was the, like, "Is that a mushroom? Well, how yep. many mushrooms are in here? Two? Yep. <laughs> there were some mushrooms in there. I was just trying to use up some stuff." And then I looked at the uh, sink, and I had like done so many dishes earlier in the day. And guess what? The sink was jam packed again. That's what happened. I was like, "I was like, how did this even happen?" That's what happens. How? That's, That's what I happens. Said. That's what happens. That's what happens. Any, this any other? New, this is a great catchphrase, by the way. Any other? Any other? I go feedback? how, and you go. That's what happens. Any other feedback? How? Matt, while we're here, now you gotta do it now. That's what happens. How? Yeah, That's what happens. See? That's what happens. We should get a shirt. How on the front? Question mark. And then uh-huh. the back it says, "That's what happens." Uh-huh. Okay. Sounds great. Do you want to read this email? Or do you want me to do it? I don't know what email you're talking about right now. Yeah. Exactly. This is from Grace. Hi, Matt and Dory. Hope you are well. I'm currently a little over 35 weeks pregnant with my IVF baby, and she has been consistently measuring small since my anatomy scan. They also identified that I have a, quote, bulky placenta on the scan. I have since had more frequent ultrasound monitoring, especially in the third trimester when she dropped from the 10th percentile to the fifth. The doctors are recommending more frequent ultrasound monitoring in this last stretch every one to two weeks. And if her weight does not improve, then induction at 38 weeks. Anyone else who's had similar experiences, uh, could anyone else who's had similar experiences share their stories with me? More background info. My husband and I are both average height and weight. My son was 7.4 pounds at birth, 39 weeks via planned cesarean. Also, we are from Toronto, so the medical advice could be different in the U.S. Thanks, as always. Love the pod. Shana Tova, Grace. I, I, I don't know that the medical advice is that different on our shared continent of North America. I don't um, know. Couldn't tell you. So, we could have a... I'm, I'm like the more I'm like fascinated by like when I see like a small measurement for a ch- little baby, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that happens all the time. But then I see bulky placenta, and I'm like, I want to know more. <laughs> okay. What the? Heck? I don't know what I don't what know that what that mean? means. What does that I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. But maybe someone can fill us in. Do you have a bulky placenta? Let us know. Let us know. Let us know if you have any advice for Grace. And, uh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say to you? I don't know. Oh, I was going to say in reference to Henry. Um, really... Yeah, getting a his, his Henry's birth story is really imprinted in his head. Oh my god, yes. He is constantly asking Dory about it. 
And it's like not something that I like love reliving. Yes. And I am just like he 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 told her that I cut his uh, umbilical cord with what did he say silver scissors silver scissors <laughs> you told him that I told him stainless steel oh yeah but yeah. like it's fascinating to me that in his head that just became silver it's interesting yeah but yeah, yeah. I told him that because he wanted to know yeah so <sighs> yeah he wants to talk about it a lot (laughs) and it's like i I don't know it's it's very interesting yeah he he really although i mean he's always just he's fascinated by uh the timeline of things yes and the order of in the order in which things happen yes so i think that given that there's no way we're not constantly going to tell that story. Right. <laughs> to him. He also, I mean, he also wants to, he's, he's asked to hear the story of um, how Bo met him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Several times, which is, which is really sweet and cute. Um, he wants to know like how long um, we stayed in the hospital with him. <laughs> Like, there's just, like, a lot, a lot of things that he asks about regularly. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, yeah, so, like, hearing uh, the placenta thing, I thought of, that's what made me think of that. Mm-hmm. And we're back. So, do you, Grace, uh... Have any statistics for me regarding your hot dogs? Okay, just saying. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, Matt, we have a voicemail now. Yeah, we didn't before. What? Or was that the other podcast I did earlier? I don't know, but we have a voicemail <laughs> that's been in the it's been in the document. Hmm. Yeah. Earlier I did a podcast and and I was told there were no voicemails. So my brain sort of conflated the two. Mm. All right, which one's this? Uh, well, it's in the document. What does it say? I, I have 14 windows open. I can't shuffle back to the document. I'm trying to pull this sound up. Mini IVF. That's what it says. I don't see that. I have nine. What is today's date? The 17th. The 17th? I, have, I have update from our bestie. And... Uh-huh. M-I-L advice. Oh, update from our bestie. Thank you. <laughs> no, nothing's labeled mini. <laughs> I'm like, what? <sighs> she really was putting it on me, everybody. Mm. Here we go. Hey, you guys. It's Rosina, your bestie from Boulder. Uh, I just finished my first round of mini IVF and wanted to call in and share some of my experiences with you and the other listeners. So she sounds like call. she sounds like she's a, a approaching the North Call of Everest. <laughs> like she's isn't she in Denver? She's or but like it feels like I hear I, I think I hear crampons. <laughs> like <laughs> I, she I had the, she's approaching the Hillary step. Everybody, ha ha. Cost. Um, it is basically a third of the penis. So first of all, cost. Um, it is basically a third of the price of regular IVF. Um, you know, our regular rounds cost between 20 and 30 K and that was even before medication. Um, one round of mini was 6,500 and that was, uh, that includes that one, many. um, PGTA testing of an, of an, one embryo. So, so much cheaper, which like really took a lot of the financial stress off of my shoulders. I mean, obviously it's still a lot of money, but you know, comparatively it was just much, much less, um, travel. So the travel is a little stressful. I will say, I mean, we're coming from Boulder and our, our clinic, we, we went with life IVF in Irvine. Mm. And so it was a two hour flight 
But, you know, you have to board the dogs. We had to get our nanny to watch our baby. Um, and so there was obviously added costs there and just stress, I will say, because you don't really know that you have to travel until, you know, 35 hours before your retrieval. So mm. it was, it's a lot of like last minute um, travel arrangements, but, you know, not detrimental and, and easy enough that we will do again. Um, outcomes. So my first two rounds of regular IVF, I produced, I think, six eggs one round and eight eggs another, um, which is why I really wanted to do mini IVF because I knew that my body just didn't produce a lot of eggs anyway. So I had the same amount of eggs with mini IVF. I had six eggs. Um, so already, it's like, why would I pay three times as much for the same amount of eggs, right? Um, now, we only did end point. up with one embryo that is now True. being sent to genetic testing, and it's a low-grade embryo. So I am bummed um, about how it turned out in the end. So we will be doing it again in November. Um, but still, I think because the cost is so much lower, it, it just <laughs> takes the um, weight of everything off of your shoulders. So um, that's all I have to say. You know, our experience wasn't fantastic, but um, I would say it was very similar to regular IVF because, again, with regular IVF, we had we did two rounds and only ended up with one healthy embryo at the end of both of those rounds. So, um, all in all, I'm still in it, uh, but wanted to give you guys a little color as to what it was like. Let me know if you have any other questions. Bye. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I like the idea that you're like, hey, these are, these are, these, this is, I should get five of these while I'm here because these are so cheap. That was kind of how I felt about the tamales. I was like, oh, three bucks? Yeah. Well, listen, as one of our favorite reality show characters used to like to say, the proof is in the pudding. Who who said that? It was the guy in Instant Hotel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. The devil's in the details. The devil's in the details. <laughs> Same thing. And you know, not the devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, by which I mean, like, you, you had the exact same results. Mm -hmm. as you did paying for regular IVF. So I think the proof is in the details. What? I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see here. We, we're going to read one more and listen to one more voicemail and then we're going to take another break. Okay. All right. This is from Kelsey. Uh, hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I was the one who recently emailed about needing mother-in-law advice with my nephew. I think I need to clarify a few things and answer a few of your questions. Yeah. First of all, I appreciate the advice from you, Matt, about doing an activity and also the validation from Dory that my husband should take care of this since this is not my mom slash family. This has been an issue in the past. Mm -hmm. Matt, we have tried activities in the past and it doesn't work out very well. For example, this summer we took the kids to a park slash splash pad and we ended up chasing four kids in the heat, but I'm more than willing to try other things or even suggest to my sister-in-law who I have a better relationship with to drop hints. We'll see how the Christmas holiday goes this year. Dory, yes, my mother-in-law does visit on occasion, maybe one to two times a year. We usually are the ones visiting since both of my husband's grandparents are still alive, but they're not able to travel due to age mm. in their late 80s, early 90s and health. In the past, we've stayed with his maternal grandparents but last year, they moved to a senior citizen's neighborhood and live in a small house slash condo. Also, yes, I have three kids, four and under. I do know a few things about four-year-olds, and I used to be a pre-K teacher as well. My twins are boy-girl IVF twins. And 14 months later, we got the surprise of our life. Our youngest daughter graced us with her presence in the middle of the pandemic. We did infertility treatments for five years. And then, yes, we ended up being one of those with a surprise after. Found your podcast right as we were going through our own IVF journey. It really helped me get through dark times. 
Henry and my twins are two months apart, so I feel you with every stage of life. <laughs> love the pod. Love listening to your banter. Keep doing what you're doing because you're keeping mamas like me sane. Sorry it was so long. You can edit if you like. Love y'all. No editing here. I did a little bit of editing. Oh. But mostly no editing. Um, Kelsey, thank you for this additional information. I feel like I have a clearer picture of your situation. And now Dory will give you the resolution. Here we go. What is it? What's the solution? I mean, I think I think it sounds like there there might be some like uh, inadvertent passive aggressiveness happening. Hmm. Um, because you said I'm more than willing to try other things or even suggest to my sister in law who I have a better relationship with to drop hints. The the phrase drop hints kind of like pinged for me a little bit. Like why are like when someone says drop hints, that means that they are not like addressing something head on, that they're just waiting for the other person to like pick up on what they're trying to get them to understand, which I have experience with because that's something that my husband does. I don't follow. Mm. And I just prefer that someone tell me straight up what they need, what they want. If they need something from me, I don't pick up on hints very easily. I don't like hints. She doesn't. She's a real dingbat when it comes they to They drive hints. me crazy. And like, I, I just would like someone to be very clear with me if they need something. Otherwise, I'm not going to get it. And then they get upset. So when you say drop hints, I, I would urge you to not drop hints to wow. just clearly say what you want and what you need and and we'll go from there this is unbelievable i would say drop a couple even more subtle hints <laughs> and then get really resentful yeah maybe right into a couple more podcasts let it fester <laughs> until it blows until you blow up until you can't handle it anymore and you just gotta go i can't I gotta, I gotta, it's, I, I'm gonna explode. That is a great way to live. Thank you. Yep. Okay, I think that's the solution. Okay. We're gonna hear another voicemail. We are. Uh, this is mother in law advice. Chef Ryros. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Katie Shinden. Um, very wise words. Um, very lots of wisdom imparted by you guys to the caller um, questioning the mother-in-law and the extra four-year-old cousin that wasn't technically expected. And I have just um, a little bit more to add, but I thought that the way you guys both answered it was amazing. Um, similar family dynamics in ours over the years with different sides and sets and cousins, etc. cetera. Um, one thing I will say is cousin bonds are really important. Um, even though they're kind of annoying four-year-olds that really love each other and can grow up together and, like, know each other as cousins is really special. So um, take that with a grain of salt, and you could perhaps put up with a little bit of this kid's um, BS. But I'm not the mother-in-law's BS, though. That's not really cool. But anyway, what I wanted to say was about the siblings. Like, I didn't, you didn't really address, caller didn't address their sibling dynamic, their husband's sibling dynamic. Like, do they like their siblings, like, hanging out? Because I have found that, yes, whole group gatherings, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the other set of siblings is tired of mother-in-law because they live there and they see her all the time. But, yes, the structured outings geared towards the children, right, um, gear the outing towards the youngest people there, and everybody else will have fun. Um, yeah, just make it about the adults, too. Don't make it you feel like you're in purgatory with all these flipping children that some of them aren't even yours. And um, be very clear to the adults that, you know, that that's not something you're interested in. Um, my sister-in-law was going be through a very time and divorce and whatnot and left With her boys with the group. And it was a lot. <laughs> and it was a lot on all of us. We were all just over it. But we know that she really needed it. And But, you know, we did speak to her about it after that trip and it never happened again. But, you know, just keep those lines of communication open because those kids will grow up and hopefully like each other and want to spend time together on their own without you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Shinden. Mm. Thank you so much. 
Mother-in-laws, mother-in-laws. Someone else's kids, someone else's kids. All right, thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back, everybody. Hello. We hope you dropped the right hints while we were away. Yep. Did you? Love a hint. Love a good hint. Um, all right. Remember uh, a couple weeks ago, someone wrote us about Austin and going to see the eclipse. Yes. And I was like, yeah, they asked for activities and we were like, well, there's these two things to do. (laughs) So anonymous wrote in to say, I work for a local government emergency management near Austin Mm-hmm. That is also in the path of the eclipse and wanted to offer some advice via this slow message board. <laughs> First, the weather may be amazing with clear skies and comfortable temperatures, 60s, 70s, or it could be cool with a chance of severe storms. In early April 2022, a strong EF3 tornado hit the village of Salado, which is about 45 minutes north of Austin on Interstate uh, 35. IH 35? Mm is i inner inner interstate highway oh maybe so be prepared for both sunny skies and thunderstorms second if anyone planning trips hasn't found a place to stay check now many hotels are already full new private rentals are popping up maybe unregulated or overpriced third be prepared for traffic based off the last total eclipse most counties in the path are expecting the population to at least double starting the thursday before through the eclipse on april 8th Public transportation is pretty non-existent in the entire state, so have plenty of gas and podcasts ready while you sit in your car. Or view the eclipse in a smaller town and share your tourism dollars with them. Hope this information helps. And a final Austin activity suggestion. Pinball's Arcade has multiple locations and is a huge arcade with hundreds of pinball machines, classic arcade cabinets, and some modern arcade machines. Thanks, Anonymous. Why have we never gone to Pinball's Arcade? Because the children we have are too small for that. Oh, Boo. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe now. Yeah. All right. Um, It sounds fun, though. Thank you for that advice. That that is very helpful. I probably will not be going to Austin to see the eclipse, but for anyone listening who is going to, seems like good advice there. No, that was good advice. I like that we have people listening that are like i can answer this and they do just takes a week it's true um okay we got a few messages about meds Mm. amanda wrote in to say i get my adhd meds from a mail order pharmacy i use carillon rx they are delayed by a few days each month but i do get my medication eventually now the generic version of vivance Costco just laughed at me when I asked when they would get Adderall back in stock. My husband is on Mujaro. Isn't that really really fun to get laughed at by pharmacists? It's like so rude. I mean, I get it. I get it. If you're a pharmacist and you treat people with ADHD rudely, then like, fuck off. I mean, look, some of these new people because of social media. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not to mention when you called that pharmacy, you were on hold for what, like 20 minutes before they answered. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. understand it's a staffing problem, but like people are like desperate when they're calling, like you don't have to be rude to them. It's very not nice. Okay. Anyway, 
my husband is on Munjaro and he found a second coupon. He's been on it a year to get it down to $4.95, but yeah, it's still outrageous and right now out of stock at Costco. I feel you on both medication fronts. Thanks for the pod. I love listening every week. Parent of one kid and reluctant one undone, but getting more and more used to the idea of our triangle family. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about our triangle family today. Oh, yeah? What were you thinking? Yeah, when I was doing our dishes and I was like, there's only three of us. How does this mm-hmm. happen? Mm. I get so, I'm, I'm like, so confused by it. Mm. I'm not. I'm not saying it's all anybody's fault. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, how many plates are we using? It's crazy. There's only yeah. three of us. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if we had another one. We'd we'd use so many more plates. There'd be probably we'd probably be uh, out of plates all the time, yeah. every day. We'd be like, hey, you got any plates left? Nope. <laughs> Um, thank you for that info. I don't think, I don't know what Matt's current uh, medication status is. We haven't talked about it. It's the same as last week. In case anyone's actually wondering, it is the same. Um, okay. It's the same. Uh, Beth. (laughs) I don't have any. Beth writes in to say, uh, oh, wait, no, sorry. Melissa writes in to say, I had to pause the pod moment hearing about Matt going off of Ozempic. Just wanted to let you know you can get a compounded generic version for a lot less money. They aren't sure how long the compounding pharmacies are going to be able to make it, but they are legally able to do it right now because of the shortage. I found a doctor through Push Health. I pay him and the pharmacy ships the meds directly to me. The meds have helped me greatly, but I cannot afford to pay the out-of-pocket price. Of course, my insurance that didn't cover my infertility also doesn't cover weight loss drugs. <laughs> insurance. Isn't it great? It's like, what are we paying for? Um, well, you know, Beth wrote in to say, Matt, socialized medicine is definitely a thing in Canada, but it does not include drugs, vision, dental, psychologists, etc. Canada isn't actually as awesome as some believe. It does what? have its issues. <laughs> No. Uh, Beth is in Edmonton with 1,048 square feet, three adults, two cats, 17 fruit trees, 2,000 square feet of veggie garden, about a dozen hot dogs, and one 46-inch TV. Hmm. That's fun. That is fun. All right, well. I don't believe you. I guess Canada's not the utopia we all thought it was. I love Canada. All right, we got one last email about this from Sarah. More input on Matt getting his meds and how I track them down for our kiddo. I call around all the time to ask if Concerta, Schedule 2 also, is in stock for our kiddo. I've not run into any pharmacy staff that have been unwilling to tell me if they have the medication in stock. I always nicely explain that Mm. our usual pharmacy is out of stock and our doctor is willing to send a prescription to their pharmacy, but I would like to see if they have it before requesting the doctor send a new prescription. Imagine I asked our doctor to send the prescription to every pharmacy I call. Sometimes it takes two to three to find a place that has it, but I've called many, many more than that. (laughs) I've done Sometimes pharmacy staff will let me know when they are out, will let me know they are out, but tell me when they are expecting more and suggest I call back then. I'm in Temecula, so we're in the same state. Mostly it's annoying and exhausting to have to spend so much time tracking down this medication, but he really can't function well without it. I don't think this medication can be given in a 90-day supply, even through mail order. Love you guys, Sarah. I don't know. Is there a solution here? Like, given everything that they're that, that everyone's saying, is there anything I personally should be doing or try? Um, I think you could try calling Express Scripts to see if they will do a ninety day supply. Hmm. Um. I think you could call and see if any of the pharmacies you've used in the past have gotten in the generic version of Vyvanse. Right, but then I have to get my prescription transferred over. Yes, but like your doctor is used to doing this at this point because all, this is happening to all of her patients. She has told you this. That's crazy. I feel like now you're worried that you're bothering your doctor, but like this I is am. literally. I always I know, but am. like this is worried I'm bothering everybody. That's why it takes me so long to call the pharmacy. I don't want to bother them. I know, but like you got to put yourself first. I know, but it's very difficult. I know. But you got to try. I keep dropping hints to the pharmacy. They don't get it. (laughs) This is the problem. 
You see where the problem is? <laughs> Do you understand? No. Um, and then I think in terms of the Ozempic, you could try getting the compounded version. You could see if you could be switched to Munjaro, which seems to have more coupons available. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. those are the two things that seem like immediate solutions. Well, I'll need some help with that. I'm, I'm Everyone, here. I'm going to report back next I am week. We'll see if Dory has helped me with it. And I am always here and ready and willing to help. You just hmm. have to ask. That's all you got to do. Hmm. They keep dropping hints. She doesn't get it. <laughs> See the theme? See the theme here? <laughs> Guys, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. On a different note, Melissa is wondering what podcast app you both use to listen to podcasts. I used to use Stitcher until it shut down recently. The only app I could find that would import the Stitcher favorites playlist OPML file was iHeartRadio. Seems to have lost my favorites again after a few days, though, and it's just not quite as good as Stitcher was. So any podcatcher recs that work with OPML importing. Thanks, Melissa. I thought like Pocket Casts and or Overcast did. Am I making that up? I mean, your information would probably be more up to date than mine. Have you tried Pocket Casts or Overcast? I would try those. Uh, Full disclosure... I have gone back to using Apple Podcasts. I was a big proponent of Downcast. Yes. Uh, and it seems like they still exist and have desktop app and your iOS app. So I would recommend Downcast. Here's why I went back to Apple Podcasts, if anyone is wondering. I like, I'm a podcast dabbler. I like to find new shows and listen to new shows, drop in and out. And unfortunately, or fortunately, or whatever, there I don't think there is any other app that is as good at discoverability as Apple Podcasts. And I don't even think Apple Podcasts is that good. It's just that no mm. one else can freaking do it. So I just went back to Apple Podcasts because I like to like, you know, I like to check out new shows. I like to see, you know, like it's just it at least they have like ways to find new stuff. It's like everyone else. It's just not as comprehensive. There is no real algorithm working on the other. No, it's so annoying. So I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going going back to Apple Podcasts. For a while I was using Spotify because I listen to all my music on Spotify. So I was like. Well, this will just be easy, but it's uh, it's not it's not that good, and the discoverability is shit. So sorry, Spotify. Um, so it's yeah, so, okay. I'm, so I'm back on I'm Apple Podcasts, sorry. which I don't I don't like love as an app, and I think is like a little janky. But like it, to find new stuff, it's really I think it's the best one. Mm. But if you're someone who has like five show like you only listen to the same five shows every week and those are the shows that you listen to and you're not interested in finding new stuff which i think is the way a lot of people do listen to podcasts then you're probably better off with one of these other apps because they're like better they're better like listening experiences there you go apparently i have a lot of thoughts about this (laughs) yeah that's why i tossed it over to you (laughs) thank you i took the hint um you were very clear. <laughs> see, see how it works. See what happens when you're very clear. He's mad at me now. He's dropping. I just him. don't understand why she's <laughs> just going on and on about this. Oh, interesting. All I do is drop excellent hints that anyone <laughs> should be able to get. It's like playing I Spy with Henry. That's how many hints I'm giving. <laughs> Henry. Sometimes when we were playing I Spy with Henry, he tells you what to spy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I heard him playing okay. with Holly today. It was very funny. You were playing with Holly? No, I heard him playing. Oh, I, I think you said you started playing I Spy with Holly. And I was like, you did? Just to like, just to be like, Henry, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Check yeah, exactly. it out. <laughs> no, he was having a great time. Uh, I bet he was. I've been playing a lot of chess with him. 
Mm-hmm. I've been playing... I don't really, I don't know, what, I don't know, what do we play? You haven't really been playing with him lately. <laughs> no, but that's not my fault. He does, he does like, I mean, he's, he's like imprinted on you right now. Like it's a very you time. Although he seemed to imprint on me at the park, so I don't know. He did imprint on you at the park. Um, I think he just wants to like spend actual time with you. I think you've now got, I mean, we, this is a total tangent, but I think you've now gotten into this pattern where like when you're alone with him, you only are watching TV. And even though he likes watching TV, he also would like to do stuff. But the problem is that he's often woken you up so early that you're very tired. And so you don't want to do anything. Well, I want to sleep. So that right. I can function. Right. So then he just ends up watching TV, which is like, it is what it is. When he's like, when he's like, Hey, can you change me? And I look at my watch and it's like four 21. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And like, I've heard this, I've heard the running. So I know he's already been this to you. Well, this morning I, it was five 30 and I made him, I was like, I'm not changing you. I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I changed him. I was like, you got to go ask Dita. He's like, no. I said, Henry, it's Sunday. It's Dita's morning. Mm -hmm. You got to go ask him. But I, but he, he won't want to change me. I said, just go ask him. I have to go back to sleep. Such a lie. I mean, I don't want to change him, but I was like, Anyway, that's like, what happened. I was like, why are we changing him? He's like, I peed through. I was like, all right, let's go. This morning, me, I did I did the, send him back things. to you, but but normally- No, I I'm fine. I'm fine with it. It's like, you know, whatever. We're all in a- com- We're just competing for sleep. It's true. <laughs> it's like it's like a finite resource in our- Well, it's also like, it's like Andy texted me last night, 11.58, to ask me if I want to do a podcast today. And I- laughed at it because i had been asleep for two hours two and a half hours at that Mm -hmm, point mm -hmm. i'm like i I can't i don't stay up late anymore i used to stay up late all the time i do yeah you don't have it in me super late and then you would sleep late yeah i don't have i don't have that in me anymore that's what happens when you turn 40 yep i do have old man i well i do i get up earlier than old men i think I beat the, the old guys at the golf course are, are there before me. Mm. Mm. I'm a whippersnapper. <sighs> you really are. All right. Well, we are we are at the end of the show. We are going to uh, thank our Patreon supporters who support us. Are you us. sure? Yes. Are you sure we're going to thank them? Well, why wouldn't we? I don't know. Uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash excellent adventure we have a new $25 level where you get a fun fact a a bespoke fun fact made up for you every month by none other than Matt Myra he takes Mm. this very seriously He he asks for the names ahead of time he writes them out beforehand so if you would like that you can support us at the $25 level if that's not really for you, but you want to get our recaps of Great British Bake Off, possibly Hell's Kitchen, question mark, uh, you can support us at the $10 level. Then you also get our regular two bonus episodes every month. And then at the $5 level, you get our bonus episode, one bonus episode each month where we just really get into it. Yeah, and that so, one's powered by you guys. So your questions yeah. get answered. Um, so thank you to the following supporters. Kane McCall. Caitlin Campbell. Karen Thick Hershey. Kat C. Kate. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie Suvagian. Katie Jordan. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa in West Virginia. Lisa Travis. Liz P. 
Lynn Nugent. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Brooks. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. All of these people are better than you guys. Meryl H. <laughs> Mike Zytek. Molly. Mariah Adamic. Nancy Powell understands this is our sole income right now. Nicole, Nicole B. understands B. it. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Bossert. Bossert understands it. Pam from Boston certainly gets it. Pat Wachowski. He gets it. Patty Curie gets it. Paul Sharp. Paula. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman gets it. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Swift get it. Scarlett Coffin certainly understands this. Sherry Olson, better than you guys. Simone Vandewinkle, also better than you guys. SJV and Steve Harcourt are obviously better than everybody who's not on this list. Tanya Kay, the Holterman clan, Tracy Jury, Valerie Green, Virginia McFeely, and Whitney Hoffman. All people who get it. And we love thank them. you all. Thank you all for getting it. Thank you, Matt, for reading those names so enthusiastically. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you all next week. What? Okay. Bye. Bye.